I think of those that um, didn't get their loved one back from a hospital or for whatever reason that was sick and passed away. And I think, how can I not be the best that I can be and treat others the best that I can when God allowed me to come back? Hey, welcome to another episode of Relate, Refresh, and Restore, a podcast committed to bringing stories of hope and insight to those on the front lines of Christian ministry. Our desire is for all of us to see, sense, and experience God's voice through their stories. And through these stories, we may see His hand and hear His voice in our lives. The Relate, Refresh, and Restore podcast is brought to you by Romans 12 Ministries, where we are wildly committed to transforming the church, one pastor, missionary, and ministry leader at a time. Well, some of our older listeners might remember Paul Harvey and the rest of the story. You know, as a kid, on Friday mornings, I'd get up, I'd eat my breakfast right before school, and at 7.30, our radio, which was tuned to Como AM 1000 in Seattle, this distinct, articulate voice would come on and say, Good morning, Americans. It's Friday. And I love that. And then he would say a lot of times, and for the rest of the story. Well, today, we have the rest of the story. Our very first podcast interview was with Delton Orr, a pastor at Faith Community Church here in Tucson, Arizona, and he shared the remarkable story, a story of hope with his wife, who came down with COVID, who was in a coma for almost two months, who uh, the doctors suggested that they needed to pull the ventilator because there was nothing else that they could do for her. And he just said, no, he didn't have a piece about it. And she ended up recovering. And I have her in the studio today with Delton. And it was just a joy to talk with them, to hear how God has used their story, how God has taught them through this really difficult time and uh, how that affected their marriage and with their kids and so on. So Delton and Jackie Orr, they live here in Tucson, Arizona. They have five kids, and I am David Town, the host of the Relate, Refresh, and Restore podcast. Well, the Orrs, thank you so much for being here today. You're welcome. It thank is, you for having us. It is a joy to see both of you, but one of you probably more than the other. <laughs> and I no, Delton... I have no problem with that. Okay, really? I was going to say, and Delton is really not you. <laughs> I, I get it. But Jackie, you know, it's been about two years ago, Delton was my very first guest of a podcast. And, um, and so if you go back to March 29th, uh, 2021, uh, we had a chance just to talk about your story and... At that point, I don't think you were at home yet, but you were coming home, and and now here it is two years later, and you're in the in the studio talking to us, and we just want to say thank you so much for being here. Thank you. So my desire is for us to share the rest of the story, because our listeners are going to go back and listen to that first episode, Yes. and then they're going to now hear a little bit more. And so I want to start with Delton. If you could just kind of give us a quick timeline of what occurred uh, in your family's life, what, three years ago? Uh, well, a little more than two years ago, okay. but uh, uh, December 19th of 2020, uh, Jackie was sick and uh, went unconscious at home, and uh, the paramedics came and, and took her, took her to the hospital, 
And so she spent the next two months on a breathing machine unconscious. During that process, the doctors had called me in to what they wanted me to do is take her off the breathing machines and put her under hospice care and, and let her die, basically. And I told them, not going to happen. At least I'm not giving them that permission for it to happen. And uh, made them mad. But um, anyways, after that meeting, five days later, she opened up her eyes and, and God woke her up. And uh, that day that we did the podcast, um, we were talking about it. And you said, well, tell me what happened. Because I just heard Jackie's voice because I was talking to her. And that was uh, that was uh, the following Monday after we we did the recording. She was uh, due to come home, and uh, and she did. Uh, you know, she came home, and when uh, and I and I saw a video of you coming <laughs> home where you were lifting her up, yeah. walking her across the threshold. Yeah. That kind of chokes me up because that was we had prayed so yeah. hard for you. You know, I don't know what what caused it to happen, but when we were talking, and she said she she said to me, she said, "You need to start lifting weights." And this is why she's in the hospital. I'm like, "Okay, what do I need to lift weights for?" And she said, "Because I want you to carry me in the front door when I come home." And I go, "I've never needed to lift weights to carry you <laughs> through our front door, and I never will." And I said, "So, but if you want me to start lifting, I'm thinking, did she have some like?" buff looking nurse or something take care of her you know i didn't know what to think and when we were coming home and that, that was the one thing she wanted and she wanted french fries and uh and we i picked her up she's like you don't have to get me french fries and i said yes i do and then we got home and and uh she goes you don't have to carry me through the door and i said yes i do and so ace, fortunately our son ace was there and so he could record that but uh that was beautiful. And she, she cried and i said don't cry sweetheart you know because it was a great moment. It'll it always be a great moment. And uh, so, from beginning, so when that happened in December, and that was then three months. Three little. months. Three months. Wow. Yes. So, Jackie, you you were pretty much. I mean, you were you you don't remember much about that at all. I remember nothing about that. From I actually went to the emergency room Friday night, the eighteenth. Um, since I hadn't been feeling well, Delton was on the tree lot and Ace stayed home with me to take care of me. All the rest of the kids were up there working and Delton called and checked with Ace. He said, how's mom doing? And for whatever reason, he said, does she want me to take her to emergency? And normally I, I would just say, no, I'm fine. I'll, I'll be fine. And I just said, yes. And I'm, to me, I, I think back and I think that's God because that would not be my normal response. So he came home, took me up there, and the last thing I remember was they would not let us inside. Um, you had to wait outside just because of all the mess that was going on. So I remember sitting in the wheelchair, freezing cold because I'd left my jacket in the car thinking I would be inside. And I remember nothing else after that. It was just that just that tiny bit of time, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes. I, I don't remember them taking me inside, asking me questions, nothing. I don't remember what happened that night, the next day. The very next memory was the doctor waking me up at Banner and asking me, do you know where you're at? You know, I could hear Mrs. Orr, Mrs. Orr, uh, Mrs. Orr, and I, you know, I'm coming out of it, and I was like, 
who's calling me? And this was two months? This was, yes, two months. Two months. Wow. Yes. And I couldn't remember anything, and I kind of freaked out in my head because I finally figured out I was in the hospital, of course, because all there was a lot of medical staff in there. And, the, you know, there's a, a board that talks about whatever care I need and type of thing. And so he asked me, and I said, oh, the hospital? And then he asked, you know, if I knew what had gone on or what was wrong or why I was there, and I had no idea. And really, I couldn't move. So I was kind of freaked out then, too, because I didn't know, what is the date? Because he asked me, do you know what date it, what the day is or what date it is? And I said, no. And he told me, and for some reason in my head, I thought a whole year had passed. Mm. So I was so upset. And then not being able to move other than, you know, moving my head side to side and moving my toes side to side, I, I couldn't move. And there was no one there. Delton wasn't there. The kids weren't there. It was a, a terribly lonely, uh, upsetting feeling, and that, that's how it came about. Wow. So so tell me, when, when was the first time you saw Delton? That day? No, I don't even remember exactly when, because after waking up, the days seemed to, I think I slept a lot. They ran into each other. And so, you know, whenever I did talk to him or talk to the kids— I was able to communicate with them, but I don't recall exactly when that time was. She still had the breathing tube in her, the trach in her throat, and so she couldn't talk. It was several weeks until they she, they put a device that they could basically stop where she could stop and we could talk. So we got to FaceTime her a few days later, and, and so she could move her mouth and we could try to, you know... Uh, read her lips i remember mouthing i love you and the best i love you i ever had in my whole life even better than your singing even though i do enjoy your singing i love you but now 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 we need to stop (laughs) just being honest brother just being honest (laughs) i remember that i remember you when you told me that and and then she was mouthing those those words to you so we didn't get to we we could we weren't allowed to visit because that was still in the heyday of covid um, in fact, the uh, when she was moved from the Banner Hospital to the first rehab facility, that was the first time and the only time really that the kids, except for Tabitha and I, got to see her. And I mean, I, I if I wasn't carrying her through the front door when she came home, then she'd had to come in a wheelchair because she still, even though she came home, she couldn't walk. Uh, and and so it was several. Well, I asked her coming up here. I said, "How long was it?" It was. She went to the therapy until September. So, so, so she went through six months of, of mm-hmm. therapy to get back to the point to where she could walk, and 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 that was just to get off just regular therapy. She still had a lot of work to do after the six months. It was just work that she had to do on her own. Mm-hmm. But uh, but after six months, she could she could walk and she could move and she could pretty much do you know everything. But uh, but yeah, it was. We could get through that. I told her, you got, you got. First thing I said, look. I want you to stop and just look around. I said, 
because the house was in order. <laughs> For I kind of wanted my props to say, okay, the house is in the shambles. But I said, all we need you to do, babe, is to get better. Me and the kids will handle this. It's not going to be up to your par, up to your measure. It's okay. I said, but we just want you to keep working and you just keep getting better and don't let don't worry about these things because we'll, mm. we'll we'll be able to manage that and and uh, and it took a while but uh, you know it was good and Jackie was that hard for you to kind of sit back and watch this family take care of you um it was I had to learn to ask for help um I couldn't do anything I couldn't go to the bathroom by myself I couldn't bathe myself um so Dalton had to help me, and then my girls would help me. Um, it was kind of humbling to have to ask for help when I'm the mom and I'm the one used to doing it. But I think it was good for all of my kids to be able to, to be helpful and to take care of me. You know, I, I've thought about it, and I thought years down the road, when difficult times come, I think my kids will be a little bit um, ahead of someone else as far as being able to cope with things. But they never complained. There was never, I never felt like I was a nuisance. I didn't like it. But even the older boys during the day, Delton would get up and get me up in the mornings and um, the girls would help me and he would make breakfast and then They'd all go off to school, and Delton would go to work until about noon, because then I had therapy. And then also, Ace and Daniel had to go to work. And so, he would come home, they could go to work. And the first couple weeks, I had to have Ace come in there and help me get dressed, or Daniel. And Daniel was okay with it. Ace, it was just funny. I'd say, Ace, now you're going to have to help me. Uh, put my bra on, <laughs> put my shirt on, and he'd he would turn his head and you know kind of walk towards me with his head turned, and I don't know maybe his eyes closed, and he would help me get dressed and put my things on, and it you know I said you're not gonna see anything, okay? It, it's right here. I've the front's covered. I just needed you to just you know just attach it, and he was just like okay, took really a couple weeks and I would just laugh in well, my head. It's taken me like four, 50 years. So. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually it was just, you know, even going to the bathroom, I, I didn't feel comfortable asking the boys to come help me because I couldn't even sit down on the toilet or get up from the toilet. And so someone had to come in there and hold on to me while I sat down and help pick me up. And so it was all uncomfortable but it it was fine but what a what an example for them i think you i think you're right they are going to be changed because of that in the, in the years ahead and we are to comfort definitely others, but how are you doing now great yeah is there any great. side effects or anything i can't think of anything major i'm able to do all of the things that i want to do the first thing when therapy was coming to a close i went two or three times a week my therapist asked me, "Well, what do you? What is there something? Is there something that you really want to do, or that you want to work on that that we could work on together? You know?" And I said, "I really want to wear high heels again. 
I miss wearing high heels because I had to wear flat shoes so I wouldn't fall. And I said, and they would really like to drive. That one I changed my mind on later because it was actually nice to have everyone drive me around, drop me off at the front door and pick me up. So, but those were the two things that I really worked on. So I did the same thing I did with the kids. I taught them how to drive in the church parking lot. So um, I mentioned that to the therapist and she said, why don't you do that? So um, I'd go up to church and I would just, Dalton would drive me up there and then I would just drive around the parking lot carefully, try to get my strength back because my arms were very weak still. And uh, so, yeah, I learned to drive again in the church parking lot. In the lot. church par- parking lot. Yes. You know, all four of our kids learned to drive in the Cassis Church parking lot okay. oh. on Sunday afternoons. And uh, there's a few poles that maybe have some dents in them, but uh, <laughs> not, we don't need to talk about that. But uh, hey, Dalton, I have a question for you. I mean, you, our, our title of the, the podcast, that first one was... Um, every day is a good day. Every day is a great day, yeah. So how's it been for you as you've watched your, your wife you know, struggle, physical therapy, and now being able to do everything how's it been for you well it's 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 awesome i mean i don't have anything i mean it's you know i joke about people not wanting not that they don't want to say hi to me but if i'm standing there and jackie's standing there they walk right by me because they want to just see jackie because they prayed so many people just prayed and um I'm totally fine with that. I get it, and I look at her. She's sitting. I'm looking at her sitting here talking. I can just smile and say, "Man, thank you, Lord, for what you did." I was there. I know she doesn't even know what she looked like. Um, you know when she was when she got when she woke up and going through those things. Uh, um, I know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that she looked bad because she never looks bad, mm-hmm. but um, she looks. A lot better now and anyways but uh you know again what she's i live with not you know i have bibles all over my house uh bibles in my car but i live with a walking breathing physical example and reminder of what my god is capable of doing you know and there's a lot of people who don't have the same testimony who their stories haven't haven't worked the same out the same way and i and i don't know the whys it's not because we're special because the or family is more loved i, I don't know the purposes behind it maybe we'll be able to, to recognize and, and see that when we get to heaven you know but regardless of of how the situations work out in our case it was awesome and man we can praise god and we will always praise god for his hand and his work but even if it wasn't that way you know then we still need to praise God and we still need to look to him for the strength to get us through the loss or the difficulties. I mean, there's not really any any lasting effects. You know, there's there's really not if 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 you were to meet meet Jackie and 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 never know her, you'd think, well, I wonder who they were talking about that that went to the hospital. You know, yet they don't know this is that Jackie, but you you know there's there's no evidence of it. There's no, you know, there's no uh lasting effects you know there's there's nothing that that would would cause you to even be questioning you know i mean she's mm-hmm. she's jackie and and all you can do is just thank god and praise god you know it's hard to do that when you're going through it but yeah it's wow. awesome so my question is jackie and both of you how has this impacted your marriage 
Well, when I'm not very happy with him, or he's making me angry. Cause you, I, you unhappy with Delton or? <laughs> Sometimes. I Wow, what a surprise. <laughs> I remind myself, you know what? This could have possibly all have gone away. I could maybe not, you know, obviously if, if I never woke up, I wouldn't know any different. I think I'd be with the Lord and I would be perfectly happy. But at the same time, to have an opportunity to come back and um, to be able to have a husband that loves me enough to fight for me and loves his kids and his family enough to do that, I'm grateful for that. So I can, it might take a few minutes, hours, maybe a couple days when he aggravates me. I can get over it really quickly. So I just say it out loud and just say, you know what? No, devil, you're not going to do that. I have too much to be grateful and thankful for. So yes, I, every day I, I remind myself, I've got all kinds of little notes in my phone. And when I hear something, I, I just put it in there. And I just want my husband and my kids to know that I love them. And so every day, even when the kids are aggravating me, I try to be patient, but still correct them or whatever I need to do. But at the same time, I try to make sure that all of them know that I love them every day. And I think the person that gets that the least is probably Delton, because it's easier to love on your kids than to love on your husband or your wife. But I think about it and I, and I think tomorrow I'm going to do a better job. Tonight, when he gets home, I'm going to do a better job than I did this morning when he left. Um, And I think of those that um, didn't get their loved one back from a hospital or um, for whatever reason that was sick and passed away. And I think, how can I not be the best that I can be and treat others the best that I can when God allowed me to come back. Well, hey, friends, this is an interruption of the Delton and Jackie Orr story, which I hope you are smiling at. It was so great to hear Jackie's side of things and how she's doing. It was just great to see her face-to-face in the studio. But I just wanted to thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing Thank you so much for being part of our podcast, and we just want to ask you to continue to pray for us as we continue to come alongside pastors and missionaries and ministry leaders and their families to refresh and restore them. And we have so many things coming up. We have marriage retreats. We have a women's event. We have golf outings. We have so many different things, and they all cost money. And so if you feel led or nudged to come alongside our nonprofit, that would be much appreciated. You can do that online at romans12ministries.org, or you can just give us a call at 520-982-5877. Now let's get back to Jackie and Delton Orr. Oh, you too. You know, as I listen to both of you and just see the emotion on your faces, I get the EBGBs because I was in a small part was was witnessing this and watching this man here fight for you. 
and um, and then to be able to see you. I remember the first time I saw you, you know, in the car out in this parking lot because Dilton was dropping something out. I was so stinking <laughs> excited just to see you, and uh, I'm glad I didn't like throw myself at you. But uh, I was I was so excited. But anyways, it's just a great story of God's grace and and purpose. And then yeah, a lot of people. Um, had to say goodbye to uh, their loved ones. This is one of those stories where you get some extra time. And uh, I do hope and pray that you guys continue to love each other well. And um, I was going to ask this, but you guys were part um, fairly soon after the hospital. You guys came to one of our Romans 12 marriage retreats. Yes. Yep. Can you? We have three coming up in June. You want to say anything about that, what that was like for you both? I didn't think Jackie would want to go. She was still... You know, it was still a struggle for her to get around, and I didn't know. And she was like, no, I, I think I'd like to go. And I was like, I was like okay. And so, I mean, it was great because, you know, with five kids, it was a couple of days or a day and a half. Uh, you know, you think it's— 48 hours. 40, <laughs> it was a lovely 48 hours because it was just her and I. And again, maybe maybe because of the, the time where we were closer to her, you know— it's so easy to just get busy and forget, you know. And not that we do it on purpose, but we have a tendency. Our human nature, you're busy working, you're busy busy in ministry, you're busy whatever, and, and we just forget. We forget to stop. We forget to appreciate what we need to appreciate. We need to, we need to take the time to stop and, and thank God for His blessings and for what we can appreciate. And whether whether God has has answered our prayers what we think and or God has has brought healing and brought us God has brought uh physical healing, emotional healing, uh relational healing, whatever healing God has brought. You know, we were a year and a half, two years after that and and, and it's easy to not think about that. And shame on us, all I can say. You know, and there there's always things that remind us the football player who who uh got hit on the field and, and they had to revive him. I don't know if you you know remember that story here a few weeks back and and uh, then the oh uh, I think it was about a week after this happened he got to FaceTime and there and and the and the radio was on the radio as I was driving it and I just started weeping because I remembered what it was like when we got the first FaceTime Jackie and I thought well they're football teammates here's these big studly men of all the men you know and yet I I thought I'm sure it meant a whole lot to them because I can remember how much it meant to be able to just see my wife still laying in bed still on a breathing machine see her eyes and see her smile and see her say I love you you know and uh Lord forgive me for forgetting Lord forgive me for not giving you the praise that you deserve mm -hmm. and, and continue to thank you and continue to thank you because Lord, my wife's here with me. I get to drive her up here today. <laughs> you know, I get to see her all the time and be with her and talk with her and, and I, how could I ever thank God enough for that? You know, and, mm -hmm. I, and I remind the kids about that when the kids are complaining about something. I say, wait a second. Aren't you glad that you have your mom? You know, I said, we have God to thank and God only to thank. You know, for having your mom in there. Mm -hmm. Don't ever forget that son. Don't ever forget that, you know, daughter or whatever. So, I think there's a reason why God, I think it's, I don't know, 300 times or so in the Bible where it says to remember, remember, mm -hmm. remember, because as humans, we just forget fairly fast. Yeah. And uh, anyway, marriage retreat for you, was that, because that was fairly soon after, you know, how was that for you? 
I was really nervous about going because I thought, okay, am I going to need help? Really, I was like, how big is the bathroom? Because he's going to have to help me if I need help or, you know, that type of thing. And But then I was just thinking about it. I'd already made up my mind before I came home from rehab that I wasn't going to miss any more opportunities. I'd already made up my mind. I said, I'm going to work on my relationships because there's some family things that are not good. And I think it's just the Holy Spirit. And that was part of the work in me. So I wasn't going to miss any opportunity to be with my family, to love on my family. And so that's that was my main reason for going. And so since that time, there's other things that have happened. And normally, oh, I would say, I can't go. I've got to do this. Or i got to take care of this or that. And now when Tabitha says, Mom, I didn't get to go on my uh, trip to D.C. because it was canceled. Can we fly uh, someplace that has snow, just the two of us, and go enjoy time? And that really made me nervous because, once again, I was like, oh, how am I going to do? Am I going to be able to walk around and be able to spend time or be able to take care of her? And I didn't give it too much thought. At first, I was scared, but I said, no, we're going to do this. And we did, and there's been other things since then. And I say as yes as much as I can. And I know sometimes Del says, "Why?" <laughs> and I said, "Because I it was a sh- it was a short time, but yet it was a long time, and things that I have never ever missed with my children that I missed in those three months." And so. If there's an opportunity to be with them, I want to be with them. Not because they deserve it, just like God. We don't, he doesn't do things for us because we deserve it, because He loves us. And so that's why I do things, because I love Delton, because I love my kids. So I'm willing to put the fear aside and, and do something good that's going to make them feel loved. And, and you go, love me. Yeah. And that's why you. you're here. That's right. Well, so I do you. love you. Going, going to that marriage conference was was good for for us. And I don't think I think there was one couple, only one couple that we kind of were familiar with that was there. And yet I we've run into almost all those couples, I think, since then. And yet and it's been it's it's really cool to have a different kind of a relationship. Uh and being able to still encourage one another and see how you're doing, how's everything going? Because they might not have been going through at least at that that time what Jackie and I had gone through, but yet life is life, and every couple was going through things, and whether it was huge life and death medical issues or other marriage issues, you know God is faithful to help get us through that, and and I know we say we know that, but there's a re- different reality when we're able to get together with other couples and see and see that, experience that, pray with each other, work on our relationships together. And, 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 and we both refer to to some of the things that uh, that we were taught there uh, a lot of times. Oh. I know I still have two of the books. I keep those books right there with me where I can see them almost every day. Good. Some of the books that were just they're just encouragement to be able to say, wait a second, you know what? Your marriage can always be better. We need to keep working at it, you know, and honoring God, thanking God. And, and those kind of retreats and those things are just 
opportunities to be able to do it and we were wow. thankful for it thank you yeah that was a blessing to have you guys there and we're that's a plug for our marriage retreats and we've had 100 couples go through so we are excited what god's doing in, in june but thank you both for coming today thank you for thank sharing you. your story it is a story of hope and it's a story of love and um you know what every day is, is a, a great day, day. <laughs> All right. yes. amen yes. god bless you guys thanks Thank you for joining us today at another episode of Relate, Refresh, and Restore, a podcast sponsored by Romans 12 Ministries. For more information on Romans 12 Ministries, visit us at romans12ministries.org or give us a call at 520-982-5877. May we all continue to be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer.